Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to the uh, Bohannon version of this Bob McLean show. Heard, of course, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7 p.m. right here at 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. Also, 106.3 WORD.com at uh, 101.5 FM in Anderson. That's a pretty good signal, by the way. And so is uh, 95.1 FM in uh, Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca. I've listened to uh, all of those. And uh, when we're available intravenously, I'll listen that way, too. All righty. Our Ingalls Advantage talk line is 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063. We'd love to hear from you this afternoon. And the, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line as well at 71307-71307. This election, uh, I have said from, from day one, the election is going to come down to three things, which events have uh, changed a little bit. Uh, it's going to uh, come down... Uh, certainly to the economy and or the recovery, in which it is that the president is judged on. Since uh, the events uh, of uh, the, the shutdown, uh, to a certain extent, things hit the president that he couldn't control. The recovery, he can control to a great extent, just as he controlled that sustained boom that was going before this all happened. So that'll be one area that'll be critical. Another will be the debates. And again, uh, we'll we'll see the extent to which there are more, uh, certainly, you will have the vice presidential debate next Wednesday night at the University of Utah between uh, Vice President Mike Pence and California Senator Kamala Harris. And uh, then after that, on the 15th of October, is the second scheduled presidential debate, which is within the, the normal incubation time frame for COVID-19. So we'll see if uh, that debate is held or if it is held, it is held remotely, or if it is held and remotely, if it will be held under any changed rules. Now, both President Trump and the Republican National Committee have come out in opposition to the idea of changing the rules in midstream for that debate. So I would have to say that the second presidential debate, October the 15th, would be questionable at this time. And then the final debate, that is on a week from that night, which would be October the 22nd, and that will wrap up what are the scheduled debates. And uh, we will see that one, too, will just be a moderator and uh, the two candidates, uh, as opposed to the 15th, which is, of course, that town hall uh, get-together. We'll see. Uh, and the third thing that I have said from the beginning that is a factor that will decide this election is turnout. Turnout, turnout, turnout. Conservatives generally have been pretty good about turning out. Not always, 
but generally pretty good about turning out. Those on the left have varied considerably. Sometimes they get all enthusiastic, and sometimes they just slink off and go home, and it's always hard to know. I can tell you this. Since 18 to 21-year-olds got the vote 49 years ago, they have consistently in every election been the least likely to cast a ballot. I don't know why. It always seemed like a big deal to me. I think maybe second only to me getting a driver's license. To me, it was a sign of I have grown up. I have uh, missed one election in my life, and I regret that. I just didn't. It was some little local election, and I just flat didn't know about it. But other than that, I have voted every time. And that's the area that's really going to make a difference here is the turnout. Turnout, turnout matters. The rallies, those are important, but the rallies only have one importance. It's nice if they make you feel good, but mainly the rallies are there to get people to vote for the president. And so if you go ahead and vote for the president anyway, then the function of the rally has been fulfilled. That's the the key part, the uh, intensively important part that uh, we should all keep in mind. All right? It's uh, now uh, uh, 10 minutes past 4 at 106.3 WORD. The Democrats, of course, have been whining an awful lot about the uh, Supreme Court nomination of Judge Amy Coney Barrett. And they've been all upset and, uh, oh, well, look, you didn't confirm Merrick Garland back in 2016, so uh, Republicans stole Garland's seat. Now they're they're going to steal Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat uh, as well. So uh, that's not really the story. The Democrats really screwed up. They made three really catastrophic mistakes. Their first blunder came in 03 and 04 when they broke precedent entirely. They broke precedent by blocking 10 of President George W. Bush's judicial nominees, including the uh, the very qualified Miguel Estrada for the U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Uh, never in U.S. history had an appellate court nominee been successfully filibustered before. Senate Democrats' actions were so brazen that in 05, Republicans briefly considered eliminating the judicial filibuster. In the end, they backed down. And you know Why? They recognized that, as was said on the Senate floor, you may own the field right now, but you won't own it forever. You know who said that? (laughs) Joe Biden. (laughs) Oh, how things differ when uh, your ox is the one being gored. And, And then Biden said to Republicans, I pray God when the Democrats take back control, we don't make the kind of naked power grab that you are doing. That that has to be repeated. Joe Biden in 05, on the floor of the U.S. Senate. I pray, God, when the Democrats take back control, we don't make the kind of naked power grab you are doing. Well, i got to tell you, your prayers have not been answered, Joe, because the Democrats are making bigger power grabs. Even the, the Republicans at no time ever, ever considered packing the court. No, the only people who have ever considered packing the court, no, <laughs> were Democrats. The Democrats right now and uh, Franklin Roosevelt back uh, 80 years ago. So, <laughs> But uh, I love it when, when people's words come back to bite them in the butt. So anyway, after Obama and uh, Biden took office and Democrats won back the Senate, Harry Reid did just what the Democrats had warned Republicans not to do, eliminated the filibuster for lifetime appointments to the federal bench. For all but Supreme Court nominees, it allowed Democrats to fill the circuit judges with liberal judges. That was their second mistake. It came back to haunt them when the Senate flipped back to Republican control and a Supreme Court seat came open during Barack Obama's final months in office. 
But uh, had it not been for uh, the uh, judicial filibuster there, first invoking the judicial filibuster and then eliminating it, Mitch McConnell would never have had enough support in his caucus to block a vote on Garner's nomination to succeed Antonin Scalia. Far from being chastened, in October of 2016, Harry Reid bragged that when Hillary Clinton wins the presidency and Democrats take back the Senate, they will eliminate the filibuster for the Supreme Court, confirming her nominees by a simple majority vote. Well, it didn't quite work out, of course. Republicans held the Senate, and uh, somebody besides Hillary, I think, was sworn in four years ago. So Harry was not doing too good on the prediction game there. That led to the Democrats' third big mistake. In a fit of pique over Merrick Garland, they filibustered the president's nomination of Neil Gorsuch. Gorsuch was so obviously qualified in intellect, character, and temperament that even Larry Tribe, the liberal Harvard law professor, Lawrence Tribe, backed his nomination. <laughs> the, the decision to, to filibuster Gorsuch was so transparently partisan that it united Republicans behind eliminating the filibuster for Supreme Court nominations. They realized that if Gorsuch couldn't be confirmed, then there was not a single individual nominated by a Republican president who could be. Had Democrats let Gorsuch through, the 60-vote threshold for future nominees would still be in place. There would be no chance Republicans would have been able to muster the votes to eliminate it, to confirm Kavanaugh in 2018, and no chance to confirm Barrett today. So if Democrats want to know why it is that they are facing this situation, it's because of your own big mouths. Not once, not twice, but three times. And it uh, it grieves me to say that Democrats should have heeded the words of wisdom of Joe Biden. Ugh, that's hard to say, but it's a fact. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Irony is a fun thing, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. All right, we're going to take some more calls here in a second uh, when we come back. But uh, right now, a reminder that this is 106.3 WORD, now on 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca, 101.5 FM in Anderson, and everywhere on the Radio.com app. Jimbo for Bobby Mack. We'll take those calls in just a moment. It's 4.15. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Afternoon, all. Thank you for being with us this afternoon. We are indeed live and local, and uh, that matters, quite frankly. And it's now 421 at 1063 WORD, and Orlando calls in on the cellular phone this afternoon. Hi, Orlando. How you doing, Jimbo? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, you know, Jimbo, I'm going to tell you something about Fox. I was a big, big Fox fan. Fox is not the same Fox that it was four years ago. Fox has hired all these liberals that come on and all they do is lie and lie to the public. And nobody really corrects them on there and they give a lot of misinformation. You and, don't and think I when Juan Williams example, is on the five that he gets corrected a lot? Juan Williams is a racist. That's what he is. You know, he likes to but, call Trump a racist. But he is a true racist. You but, know? but my point was and, that and, you were saying that they don't get contradicted. I hear Juan get contradicted every on, single on, day. Only Juan, only because the stuff that he, the, the stuff that Juan says, hmm. an illiterate can realize, an unintellectual person can realize the stuff that Juan says is outrageous. You know, whatever flies out of his mouth is garbage. Juan okay. Williams. But I'm going to give you an example. Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace during the debate calls out Trump. Basically, that wasn't a question. That was calling him out like he, he, he supports white supremacy. He doesn't have a clue who the Proud Boys are, Chris Wallace. But he doesn't ask Joe Biden to dis, dis- vow white supremacy. But Joe and, and Chris Wallace has got to know this, that David Duke and Richard Spencer have endorsed Joe Biden, who's oh, the really? leader of the Ku Klux <laughs> Yes, they have. And he knows that. He knows that. He, he knows that. You know, John Roberts, an, an, another guy, John Roberts, he goes and he makes a stink so he could come out on a on a five-minute shot everywhere in the news trying to claim that the White House and Trump uh, support white supremacy. In 2019, and you could, you could go back and look at the tape, John Wallace did a, a report where Trump, this, this he, well, you know, I, he doesn't you, agree with white supremacy. we got another call to get to, and I have to, have to correct you, by the way. You were just a little bit off. But uh, David Duke has endorsed Donald Trump for president and Tucker Carlson for vice president. That happened on uh, the uh, 9th of July, and I'm sure that that has nothing to do with any policy that President Trump will will put forward. But for the record, that's uh, that's what happened. It wasn't Joe Biden. To uh, Pat in uh, Union this afternoon. Hello, Pat. Hi. Hi. I've seen one of Trump's rallies, 
I can mm-hmm. tell you exactly where and when. It was mm-hmm. February 18th, 2016, my 49th wedding anniversary. We were on wow. our way out to dinner, and they, I was, we were listening to you guys, and they said, Trump's going to be at Broad River. My husband looked at me and made a hard right. I was on the phone canceling reservations at the restaurant. <laughs> and <laughs> You know how to party on your anniversary, sorry. Pat. I was not sorry. Well, I'll tell you, we, I was sitting on the couch when Edie was talking with the, uh, President Trump. And he says, I am going to run for president if they cannot find a good person to run for the office. I was up out of the couch and into the kitchen. Hey, old man, Trump's running for president. He said if they couldn't find anybody, Trump's running for president because there ain't any other but him. And we've always been a loyal fan for him. As for voting, I was chewing on the bit, waiting to turn 21 to be the first one in my family to vote. When I hit 21, they dropped the age to 18. Uh, is that right? Oh, yep. <laughs> but 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 you you nonetheless yeah I remember when I I turned uh, 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 21 and was able to vote. Actually, I had to wait till I was 22 because there was no election in the year that I turned 21. But. Oh. Uh, uh, but the minute I, I could, I, I did, in fact. Well, now, you just, on a, on a whim, you went to a Trump rally. Of course, the previous caller had said that uh, that he had to wait in line 33 hours. Were you able to drive right over to a Trump rally and just get right in? Uh, yes. Wow. We had to park way off, way, way off at the backfield, and we had to walk. Mm-hmm. And we got there. We were about midway at uh, Broad River Electric. We were midway. But people filled in right behind us. We weren't the only ones to get there. Uh-huh. We own, I think that huge, huge section was just about full of people. Uh-huh. Uh, it was 2016. I mean, it was packed. But uh, I wanted to mention, Joe Biden's been on the TV saying he's going to go door-to-door in uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, his hometown. Uh-huh. I hope his hometown remembers what Obama did to their coal industry. I hope all these people that are in that district of the Appalachian Mountains remember how he treated them. I hope so, too. I hope I hope they do not go for him. I, yeah. Of course, a lot of the places that they're from do not endorse the president or people no. running for president. So... No, absolutely, Pat. I, I can tell you that uh, that uh, the uh, uh, for a while there, the 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 Biden people were were putting down the Trump campaign. This this door to door stuff was just so uh, so twentieth century, as it were. Well, it's working, and uh, the polls have been turning around, and now all of a sudden, the Biden people have realized that they're not too good at that, and so they're going back to the the old basics of campaigning. Whether it'll work for them or not remains to be seen, but uh, they weren't quite as smart as they thought they were. Well, that's what they've been doing this whole thing. They've been watching Trump, and they said, watch it. It's working. Well, we're going to try it. They've been copying him all the way through. They have no original ideas of their own. But they keep thinking by copying his tactics that it'll automatically translate to people are not rallying to Donald Trump because of his tactics. They're rallying to him because of what he stands for. And the idea that suddenly people are going to rally to Joe Biden because he knocks on doors. No. What does he say once the door is open? That's what's going to make a difference. Well, what he's saying is the same thing Trump had said two months earlier. 
Yeah. They're well, it's amazing. Him every step of the way. Isn't it amazing how Joe Biden has suddenly become this law and order candidate? He went to the entire Democratic convention, and law and order never came up. Riots in the cities never came up. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, you got to admit, that's pretty weird stuff. Hey, thank you, Pat, and thank you for your listenership, and you know how to celebrate your anniversary, my dear. So the next time it comes up, let me say happy anniversary. That's Pat and Union, Jimbo for Bobby Mack, and it's 429. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Afternoon, all, and thank you for being with us today. We very much appreciate uh, your presence, and uh, thank you for joining us today at 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station, where we have our Ingalls Advantage talk line available at 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063, and the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307 713 Zero seven. Checking out things uh, textualizing this afternoon here. Could you believe Biden actually accused Trump of hiding in his bunker? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'll put it this way. Even if that's what Biden thought, after what he's been doing, you don't say that. I mean, that is just bizarre. Honest to goodness. I mean, there are times when these people are just 
stone cold stupid. I'm just, I'm amazed at that. How could you say that? I mean, if I was in the Biden camp and I heard him say that, I would say, no, Joe, you've been hiding in your bunker. You can't accuse Trump of doing that. It'll remind everybody of where you've been for the past three months. I mean, again, when they are stupid, it just, it warms the cockles of my heart. It really does. Like, like, like Pelosi, like what Pelosi has been saying now. And, and I give Pelosi her props. I have often said of her, this is a nasty person, uh, but but she's pretty smart. And I think in the main, in the past, that has said a lot about Nancy Pelosi, that she has been more often than not pretty smart. But good grief, sometimes she just really these days, I mean, I tell you, she, you know, Biden's about to turn 78. Nancy is 80. And if you look at her pictures, of course, you uh, you will see that uh, she, 80 is is, is generous. <laughs> You'd have to cut off one of her legs, I think, and count the rings to know uh, precisely uh, how old she actually is. But, uh, but Pelosi is now talking about actually impeaching the president for using his constitutional powers to appoint a Supreme Court nominee. Seriously. And again, does, does anybody ever talk to her? I mean, I have to wonder, is anybody ever sit down and say, you know, uh, Madam Speaker, uh, that's not a reason to impeach somebody. You can oppose this and you can be unhappy with it, but you can't impeach the president for doing what the Constitution empowers him to do. Again, uh, I love it when they're stupid. I just hope that the stupidity is uh, sufficient to to reach out and uh, and get people to say, you know, I would have voted for them, but uh, that's really stupid. One can hope, can't one? Let's see here. Uh, Texter says that uh, uh, they had attended a Trump rally in Nashville before he was elected. It was fabulous, but we stood in line almost two hours while being attacked by Asheville uh, liberals at the permission of the mayor. Uh, I'm sure the, the tacit permission, uh, by virtue of not doing anything about it, uh, doesn't surprise me uh, one bit. Doesn't surprise me one little bit. Uh, something that, that I have come across here, by the way, at uh, 21 minutes before 5 o'clock at 106.3 WORD, the Associated Press Style Book. This is a book of appropriate ways to write. In other words, effective ways to write. That's what it was in the beginning. This is your father's Associated Press, which was at one time a very good news organization, at one time. And the Associated Press style book was an effective way to to get uh, information across to people, fair and genuinely balanced. That was then. Here is now. The Associated Press style book has now tweeted an admonition to stop using the word riot. Oh, bad word. Don't use the word riot to describe political protests, and instead use the milder term unrest to avoid stigmatizing the protesters. I I know it's gotten a lot of flack for them. Not enough. I'm afraid to change the policy. That was uh, tweeted out on Tuesday, which is, of course, you know, there were still numerous riots and uh, other things happening around the country. But this is just such utterly politically correct nonsense. And I I was really amazed at how far things have come. The Associated Press style book, and for that matter, the Associated Press, was once a pillar, seriously, a pillar of fairness.
<laughs> but now we're supposed to look at riots, that is, reporters are, and to describe them as unrest. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Just like we are, are not supposed to look at illegal aliens and say uh, uh, illegal aliens. No, no, we, we're supposed to use uh, undocumented immigrants. I wonder how far we are from being told that uh, you, you can't uh, refer to that as a, uh, as a bank robbery. No, no, that, that's an unauthorized withdrawal. <laughs> it can't be that far. It can't be that far. All right, for what it's worth. Uh, a riot is a riot. And I have certainly made the distinction, and in many cases it's a valid distinction, between protesters who were, in fact, merely protesting and others who showed up and essentially stood right beside them and started the looting and the vandalizing and all the rest of that. And in many cases, the protesters were not looting and vandalizing. That's very true, and I've made that distinction, and other, others have made that distinction as well. But when you have a mass of people and one group has turned it into a riot, and it's a riot, R-I-O-T, riot, and this is politically correct baloney. You must use the word unrest to avoid stigmatizing protesters. Well, you know, I'm, I'm genuinely sorry for protesters who have had the misfortune to have their protests hijacked by common riffraff. But it happens, and when it happens, what you have is a riot. And I am sorry that it's a riot, but that's what it is. It should be called that. Illegal aliens are illegal aliens. They are not undocumented immigrants. So, for what it's worth, I had to had to pass that along this afternoon. Uh, I've had a lot of dealings with the Associated Press over the years. And uh, yeah, back in my day, unfortunately, uh, they were pretty straight arrow. But uh, like so many other groups, they are no longer. And it, it was one thing when, when they just weren't straight arrow, but they, they pretended they were. Now they're just openly, openly not straight arrow. All righty, the time now is uh, 17 before the hour, 16, pardon me, 17 before the hour of uh, 5 o'clock, and here's uh, JT in Simpsonville. Well, hey there. Are you there. That was the quickest I've ever gotten on. Well, there you go. That's because we think you're swell. All right, JT, what's on your mind? Especially on Friday, you know, what, what's it called? Call anything about anything. That's hey, right. Uh, and, and, yeah, go ahead. So just uh, maybe it's been mentioned, but just FYI to the listening audience, Saturday night we have another knockdown dragout debate, hopefully not, <laughs> Jamie Harrison versus Lindsey Graham. Right. Uh, I think it's at 8 o'clock, so um, – uh-huh. Uh, I'm told uh, if, if what, what I read is true, this debate is uh, against two guys that are tied. So, well, that was one uh, poll. Most of them have shown a, a slight advantage for Graham, not the kind that Republicans usually get in South Carolina, but there was mm-hmm. at one that showed it tied, yeah. So, I must confess, uh, I'm amazed. I'm, I'm amazed. I mean, Harrison is just slinging such bull. He's for motherhood and apple pie. I mean... <laughs> I, I just I, I find I find his campaign embarrassing, honestly, JT. I really do. Well, I, you know that's one opinion. Although I will, it, you are absolutely right. These uh, television commercials that we see from these guys, uh, and pretty much every one of them is, uh, yeah, Apple. Well, I mean, I'll put it this Apple. way: uh, uh, Lindsay at least to talk about issues. 
and I don't agree with him on every issue, but I've agreed with him on, yeah. on things in support of President Trump. But, I mean, you would never know that Jamie Harrison had a liberal bone in his body. He's just for love and peace and kindness, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, right. I've never heard, even in this day and age, JT, I've never heard such utter utter nonsense of, of just how he's just for peace and light and friendship and, 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 and puppy dogs. Well, I don't know who the moderator is, but this is a chance for uh... – you know the real Jamie Harrison and the real Lindsey Graham, perhaps to be exposed. So, well, uh, it would be certainly a good time. Yeah, uh, I, I'll, I'll look forward to that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, a, a good debate uh, it should always be clarifying. They aren't always, as we found out, but some they ought to be. Good point to remind us of that, JT. Thank you very much. This is, of course, 106.3 WORD, now at 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca at 101.5 FM in Anderson, everywhere on the Radio.com app, and the time now is 15 before 5. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Afternoon, all, and thank you for being with us this evening uh, as we have arrived at 10 minutes before 5 on a Friday afternoon, the 2nd of October, already the month of October, 32 days until the election, although, of course, the election this year has been happening uh, all over the place. But uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, We can either have your uh, call to the Ingalls Advantage talk line at 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063, or the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, that's 71307, 71307. Texter says, uh, Jim, riot is a legal term. If the police declare it a riot, it's a riot. AP be uh, darned. Uh, Well, it's not a legal term. Anybody can call something a riot. And if the police fail to call something a riot, it can still be a riot. It's not a, uh, a legal term unless uh, someone has incorporated it into some city ordinance or some state law, but it is not, in the generic sense, a legal term. If it's a riot, it's a riot, and anyone may so declare it to be. It's not uh, uh, a legal term uh, per se, but the Associated Press has 
has no business, uh, you're right, uh, uh, trying to tamp things down because it might make someone look bad. The Associated Press is not there to make people look bad or good. The Associated Press is there to report what is happening. At least that's what we have always been told uh, before. Uh, I was just looking at some of the things that, that Biden got wrong uh, during that debate, and there have been so many that some of these I haven't even had a chance to get around to. But in the debate, among other things, Biden claimed that the U.S. trade in goods deficit with China is greater now than it was four years ago. In 2019, the trade deficit with China was $345.2 billion, down from its 2015 level of $367.3 billion. That is a 6% drop. Now, that's from the U.S. Census Bureau, okay? That came as the president's 25% tariffs on uh, $250 billion worth of Chinese goods and another 7.5% on the remaining $300 billion of goods were taking effect. So uh, it's just simply not true, uh, among other things. Uh, the Biden said that uh, we, uh, we meaning he and, and Barack Obama, left him, Trump, a booming economy, and he caused the recession? Really? When every single other country is also suffering economic devastation from the coronavirus? Really? Trump was the one who shut down travel from China back when Joe was calling that xenophobic. Relative to other countries, the U.S. has actually done a much better job at containing the economic damage. And it was Obama battling a recession. The recovery was the slowest since World War II. Uh, I guess if you have nothing to run on, you, you make stuff up. But, uh, gee, you ought to be a little more adroit at it than that. Uh, Biden also said that Donald Trump will be the first in American history, the first president, to lose jobs during his presidency if he loses the election. As already stated, of course, that's ridiculous uh, to uh, attribute uh, pandemic-related job losses just to the president especially when it's blue states that have been those with the most coronavirus deaths per capita and the highest unemployment rates. Those are Donald Trump's fault, really? Okay, but uh, Herbert Hoover, by the way, already holds the position of having left office with fewer jobs than when he took office. So uh, not only is the, 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 the theme, the thrust of his comments incorrect, but the actual fact is incorrect as well. Not the first time that... Uh, Joe Biden has been in uh, such a situation. Uh, Biden, another thing that he said. No, I don't support the Green New Deal. I support the Biden plan I put forward, which is different than what the president calls the Green New Deal. Well, you go to Joe's own campaign website, and if you do that, you will find, among other things, that, uh, uh, in fact, Biden's plan is essentially the Green New Deal. Biden stated that his own former spokesperson said, you know, riots, chaos, and violence help us, and violence helps his cause. That's what this is all about. That's Biden speaking. After Trump questioned whom Biden was quoting, he responded to Kellyanne Conway. What Conway said came from an August appearance when she said, the more chaos and anarchy and vandalism and violence reigns, the better it is for the very clear choice of who's best on public safety and law and order, which is very true. So uh, just a few of the examples of uh, Joe Biden at his uh, weaselly worst. 
and uh, again, and there are a few others that I'll I'll bring out as well uh, before we're done. But uh, the bottom line is that uh, Joe's grasping at straws, and it's interesting to note how Joe has suddenly become Mr. Law and Order. Uh, suddenly, in fact, Kamala Harris has become Ms. Law and Order. They did not bring that subject up during the Democratic convention one time, and then uh, they suddenly discovered they were losing in the polls because, amazingly, I'm not sure how how this could possibly be. Apparently, people don't like chaos and violence jammed into their face. Imagine that. I, I have said before that I am I'm I am sorry for all the people who have suffered at the hands of the criminals and the thugs from Antifa and BLM who uh, go around uh, breaking into uh, to restaurants and uh, yelling in people's faces. But I will say this, I will say this, every time they do that, a few thousand more people decide that they're going to vote for Donald Trump. So in a way, it would almost be worth it. Uh, it's, <laughs> I think for Biden, this is a case of with friends like that, who needs enemies? They are beginning to scramble a bit on the Biden team. They're not entirely pleased at where they are and where they may be going. Uh, they, they're, not, they're not sure what works, but the point of it is that they seem to be willing to say whatever it takes if they think it'll work. It's not a qu- question of what they believe in. It's a case of, well, let's try this. Oh, that doesn't work? Well, let's try that. That's not principle, my friends. We've got more to come. Jim Bohannon in for Bob McLean here on this Friday, October the 2th. And it's nice to have you with us this afternoon. We're at, of course, 1-800-347-1063, the Ingalls Advantage talk line, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. And we've got three minutes now before 5 p.m. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.